Patty Jenkins has broken her silence and she has come forth to let us know her side of the story when it comes to this whole Wonder Woman project being canceled. And fans all across the country are super excited. We got our first look at Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and man, it was amazing. And today is December 14th and it's new comic book day. And JT is here to give us his top picks that he found at his local comic book shop. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 podcast. Okay, so let's get into this Patty Jenkins news uh, and updates on this whole Wonder Woman 3 cancellation. You know, there were some statements that came out uh, from different sources like Hollywood Reporter and CBR, just a bunch of different news sites that we all get our geek news from. And apparently it was reported that she you know, walked away from uh, this, you know, Wonder Woman three movie and it was her decision to step away. But Patty Jenkins actually uh, put out a statement that you can find uh, actually on the nerdy basement on Instagram. Uh, I follow them there. You know, the people that created this page are actually from New Jersey. So shout out to them. But um, she put out a statement and I'm not going to read it word for word, but basically what it, what she, it barrels down to is that, um, it just it didn't work out <laughs> uh, and they did not want to move forward with this movie because it did not work with all the changes that were going on at D.C. Um, and I know a lot of people want to blame James Gunn and everything about this, but it's just so many things that they're trying to correct uh, in the D.C. universe that it just didn't work. And she's not upset about it. You know, she's not upset about the fact that it didn't fit in. Uh, and she doesn't want to make this a whole big drama thing where, you know, it's their word versus her word. You know, she said what she needed to say. And basically what she said was, it was not true that she did not kill the movie or walk away from it because they gave her notes and she didn't want to change anything. Um, what she said was, uh, I was open and considering anything they asked of me. And it was my understanding that there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at this time. Uh, And then she goes on to basically say, you know, they're buried with changes. You know, they're trying to do a lot of things at D.C. You know, she thanks Gal Gadot Gadot, and she talks to the staff and everybody that helped put together um, the first two movies and including, you know, the script for this third movie. So, you know, it's going to continue to develop, obviously, you know, hopefully it doesn't go any further than this. You know, the truth is out and it seems like James Gunn is someone who wants the truth to be out and he wants to be open and transparent about the changes that are happening at DC because, you know, fans really want quality movies. And the truth is Wonder Woman 84 was not a quality movie. It felt like there was three movies going on in that one movie. So, you know, changes had to happen. uh, And the change was, we're not going to move forward with the direction that you're putting forward to us. And, you know, that's what it is. So, you know, it's cool to, you know, see that she got her side out and everything. And, you know, now we'll move forward. Now the chapter for, for Patty Jenkins and 
Wonder Woman is now closed and we move forward. So, yeah, with that said, let's kick it over to JT because, man, it was a lot of books that came out this week. And, uh, you know, I think your boy might have picked up quite a few of them. So let's kick it over to JT and get his, his reviews for a new comic book day this week, December 14th, 2022. JT, what's going on, man? Another new comic book day. A lot of dope books. What were some of your top picks, man? Hey, what's going on, Amir? What's going on, everybody? It's JT. I got some actually pretty interesting reads out this week. Uh, first off, I'm going to go with uh, Monica Rambeau, Photon, which is written by nice. Eve L. Ewing. Uh, she also did a pretty sweet run on uh, Riri Williams' Ironheart. Yes, and she indeed. also did the first five issues of the champions that came right after that Riri Williams um, 12 issue run. Yep, anyway, yep. getting right into this, it was actually a pretty solid read. It was fun. You know, we get like a hint of Monica Rambeau as an Avenger, as a leader of the Avengers, how she had her different name changes her interacting with the public. But ultimately this story starts off and feels like it's, her trying to find herself, who she is. Because, you know, for a lot of people who don't know, she was the second Captain Marvel, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things where she lives up to the power that she has and just the way things are. And on top of all that, we don't just get her reflecting on herself. We get her reflecting on herself, her interacting with family, and nice. we even get the intro of what seems to be a new villain, but it's somebody she knows. Mm. <laughs> you know what? They even threw in a cameo of a friendly neighborhood um, superhero. So it was actually pretty <laughs> cool. It was a good read. You know, they've, there's multiple covers out for this book. So I actually oh, yeah. went ahead and picked up the Brian Stelfreeze cover because to me, he's like a phenomenal artist. The goat. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that if, you know, you want a nice little mini that you can get into about a dope character, female character, definitely pick it up. Next nice. up, I, I picked up and I read I Am Batman. This was uh, number 16, I believe. Yes, sir. And when I tell you that this story has twists, turns, secrets, and the Fox family doesn't have nothing on, I mean, wow. It, it, it was an excellent <laughs> read. <laughs> there was what what seems to be like random killings in this book, but they're really not as random as you think they are, and it all taught you know ties back to the Fox family, you know, and it's wow. like we have a really interesting bit of dialogue at one point between uh, Tiff and Jace, and it was really cool, and I feel like this is the makings of I guess uh, their version of a dynamic duo. It's going to be pretty interesting to see nice. how this play, uh, plays nice. out. And that last page, oh boy. Yeah. I can't wait for issue 17. I'm just going to oh, say, yeah. John Ridley that. actually hit it out the park with this. Then after that, I decided that um, I was going to go with something, you know, slightly different. I went with Iron Man, Invincible Iron Man, number one. Yeah, This is a new series, of course. And this one's written by uh, Jerry Dugan. And he had a really solid run on uh, Wolverine. I think he's still writing Wolverine. 
Um, but I would honestly say this was a really good issue for anybody who wants to just start on. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Tony Stark did the, the small recap. He's like talking into his journal and this story takes place after realizing he's lost so much. Right. And they don't really reference the previous run so much. So like I said, oh, good. Good jumping on point. Good. Um, but they did. Speaking of Riri Williams from our, from Eve, uh, Eve, I'm sorry, Eve Elvioin. Um, she is also in this book along with Rhodes. And there's a mystery that takes place because somebody's trying to kill Tony Stark. And it's kind of Uh-oh. one of those situations like, what do we do about that? And it was like an amazing read. And I can't wait for the second issue because the way it's playing out is that the, the way they, they named the second issue is it's going to be uh, her, meaning Riri versus Tony. So it's Ironheart versus wow. Iron Man. So wow. like I said, th- this has been a really good read. So it's going to be interesting to see how it, it plays out. Last but not least, I went with a pretty interesting one shot. It was Batman versus Spawn, written by Todd McFarlane. Yeah. And this now, this book had ridiculous, uh, a ridiculous number of covers. Um, yeah, but sure. so, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where you just pick whichever cover you want. But it's it's a beautiful, it was beautiful, beautifully illustrated. And if you're into eye candy, you're definitely not going to be disappointed. But the story was surprisingly uh, solid, too. This story takes place, nice. I guess, in an alternate universe. And, mm-hmm. you know, for anyone who, who never picked up, there was um, a one shot back in the 90s where Batman versus Spawn and whatnot. Um, this doesn't really tie into that so much. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you that this story itself was very interesting because it deals a lot with death and grief and how these two characters actually rose from the death and grief and the loss of life in their, in, in their perspective lives. Oh, wow. like, you know, if you don't know spawn, I mean, his whole point was he loved Wanda, his wife so much that he made a deal with a demon and came back from hell and think about Bruce Wayne. He lost his parents more so anything else. His mom, who he had a deep connection with, and she was shot dead in an alley, along with his dad. Spoiler alert for anybody who didn't know how Bruce Wayne <laughs> became Batman. But ultimately, this story has these two uh, agents of darkness <laughs> colliding, but there's someone manipulating this entire situation. Oh, and wow. this, and 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 throughout this entire story, you see like a twisted version of Joker. You see um the the court of owls i mean that alone was interesting but there's an introduction of a new character in there and this story plays out really well you know so i mean it's a little hefty on the price tag if you're gonna get a copy like it's about 6.99 yeah yeah i mean unless you go with the barnes and noble one which we were talking about earlier and that's 12.99 but it's worth it good luck good luck finding a copy but it was definitely it's definitely worth looking looking into um, but I would definitely say this was definitely one of the best reads of the week. It was fun. It was well-paced. You didn't have to put a lot of thought into it. It wasn't an over, overly cerebral comic, but the story was solid. The art was great. The colors were amazing. The fight scenes between Batman and Spawn were ridiculous. Because believe me, those two fought. And it's, it, it was good, you know? Yeah. Um, 
you know, so ultimately those are the books I picked up this week. You know, as always, I'm going to uh, urge you guys to not just support this podcast by subbing and liking the content, but also support your LCS, your local LCS. Go out, buy these books, you know, start a pull list so that our, our hobby continues, because ultimately that's how it continues by us supporting each other and by us supporting our, our LCSs and getting to know the owners because that's how you get deals sometimes. That's how you get to hook up on new books. You know, it, it doesn't hurt to form a relationship or a connection with a hobby that brings joy to so many of us. You know, here at the One in 100 podcast, we try to have fun, you know, put fun into this. I, it is, there's a lot of negativity out there. We don't need that, you know. Is buy books you love, love the books that you buy, read them and enjoy. And take it easy, everybody. Yes, I agree 100%, James. And thank you for those great reviews. Uh, all those books you mentioned, I have them all. <laughs> I picked, <laughs> brother, I, I brother, told Isaac. You're going to enjoy, you're going to enjoy each and every one of them. Yeah. When Isaac uh, previewed a lot of those books, I was just like, yeah, I'm probably going to get most of those. And you reviewed most of the ones that, uh, that I picked up today for sure. I even I doubled up on the, the Monica Rambo uh, book. I picked up the Stell Freeze and the Momoko one. And I actually got the Invincible Iron Man one. I got the Riri Williams cover, man. Yeah, that's so. the cover I bought. That's the, <laughs> that's the cover I bought was the Riri cover. Because on issue two, I think cover eight for issue two, yeah. is going to have her, literally her versus Iron yeah. Man. Which I'm, I'm curious as to how that's going to play out. Yeah, Because sure. in the first issue, you know, not giving anything away, but in the first issue, she, you know, the way he was talking about her was in, in high esteem. Right. And it's just, but it was a good read. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, if you have time, definitely pick, read that. Um, I know you're going to read the I Am Batman first. I, I know that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I know how, that, I, I know, I know how that's going to, I, I know how that's going. I'm not even going to pretend like I don't know how that's going to go, but it's yeah. definitely worth it. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again, man. We appreciate you Anytime, taking your man. time. Uh, Anytime, hey, brother. hey, just a reminder, you're off until we're back from the new year's man so enjoy your time yeah. off enjoy yeah, your family man. uh and Always. read some dope books man and we'll we'll catch up of with course. you later brother all right take it easy Thanks to JT once again for giving us those great reviews. Listen, like he said, I'm going to be jumping into these comic books right after I hit complete on this upload for you guys today, man. It was so many dope books. Make sure you guys tune in this Saturday. Uh, I'm going to have some reads of the week. Me and Kay, we're going to do our thing. Uh, of course, I'm going to be talking about I Am Batman. I just love what Jonathan uh, John Ridley's doing with that story. Uh, and another story um, that I'm going to talk about is a story from Mark Millar called uh, Nightclub. Really looking forward to that. And that book was $1.99. So anyway, let's get into this uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse um, trailer that came out, man. Listen, this thing was amazing. All right. Uh, and I, I didn't expect it to be anything less. You know, this this team that has been putting this uh, movie together, you know, even the first movie, they did a wonderful job. It's probably one of my favorite Spider-Man movies, you know, because Miles is my favorite Spider-Man character. So 
I I really am looking forward to this coming out on uh, June second, two thousand and twenty three. Man, can't get here any faster. You know what I'm saying? Miles is my dude. I can't wait to see him on the big screen again. But there is so much going on in this trailer. There are so many spider characters uh in this trailer uh the one that you know had me you know sit up a little bit when i saw it was like seeing spider woman you know jessica drew who's going to be voiced by Issa ray um i was not expecting spider woman to be a black woman you know with a huge afro like it was amazing to see that um but we'll definitely talk about that more uh, in uh, Saturday's episode with me and Kay. But, you know, the synopsis also came out for the story. And it says this. It says, Miles Morales, voiced by Shamik Moore, will encounter a team of spider people charged with protecting the existence of the multiverse. However, Miles will become pitted against the other spiders when the hero disagrees on how to deal with a new villain. Over the course of Across the Spider-Verse, Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero so he can save the people he loves most. Man, Miles is always going through it, isn't he? And you could kind of see like in the trailer um, that he's battling multiple spider, you know, characters and one of them being Spider-99, Spider-Man 99, uh, who is voiced by uh, Oscar Isaac. And it just looks crazy. It looks like it's going to be jam packed, full of action, passion. You know, it kicks off with him having a conversation with his mother. Uh, you know, his father's going to be returning in this movie. Uh, Spider Gwen and him seem like they might be becoming closer friends or I'm not sure. Um, but it looks like it's going to be jam packed full of fun. And I just can't wait till June 2nd, man. It's going to be an awesome time uh, at the movies that weekend. I might see this thing twice. Who knows? But with that said, that'll do it for today's episode of the One in 100 podcast. Thanks again to Isaac earlier this week for his previews for New Comic Book Day. And thanks again to JT for giving us those dope reviews on the picks that he uh, picked up this week at his local comic book shop. And like he always says, make sure you guys subscribe support your local comic book shop start a pull list all that man go in there talk chop it up with them and talk with them and get to know them uh because you never know they might give you a little extra discount who knows <laughs> i'm not saying that happens for me but you never know so definitely uh do that and tune in this saturday Kay and i will be uh doing our usual chibata talk about all things comic book news related and music related uh, we got some great reads of the week with all that good stuff and uh yeah hit that subscribe button you know share with your friends like comment all that good stuff reach out to us let us know follow us on instagram at the one in 100 podcast on instagram uh hit us up there and let us know what you think about the show man so uh with that said i'm out of here and i will see you guys on saturday and remember be good to yourself and be good to others and i'm your host amir and this is the one in 100 podcast